Hello and welcome Black Whoops. Back, welcome back to our Black History Month series. Woo! We're halfway through the series and still going strong. Augusta Savage was a Harlem Renaissance portrait sculptor and educator dedicated to forging a space for black artists in a whites-only art world. Born in Northern Florida on February 29, 1892, Augusta Christine Fells had an affinity for the arts, sculpting small objects and animals using the red clay she found in her neighborhood. This caught the ire of her minister father who disapproved and almost whipped all the art out of me. Still, she would continue to nurture her passion throughout her youth, teaching clay modeling lessons, winning contests, and selling some pieces. By 1921, now Augusta Savage, she was living in New York, married twice, widowed and divorced, working as an apartment caretaker, and enrolled at Cooper Union School of Art at the height of the Harlem Renaissance. Testament to her talent, she completed her four-year sculpture course in three. Her instructors waived classes because of her innate skill. Around this time, she was also making a name for herself in this era of black cultural revival and was commissioned to sculpt a bust of Webb Du Bois and other notable Harlemites. Like many other black artists, especially black women, financial and social barriers were a reoccurring setback in Savage's life. In 1923, she was awarded a scholarship to attend the Fontainebleau School of Fine Arts in Paris. However, the scholarship committee rescinded the offer upon learning she was black, saying, it would not be wise to have a colored student, since disagreeable complications would arise between her and the white students. In response, Savage sent letters to newspapers condemning the discrimination she and others routinely experienced. One of the reasons why more of my race do not go in for higher education is that as soon as one of us gets his head above the crowd, there are millions of feet ready to crush it back again to that dead level of commonplace. Savage would continue to make art, working in steam laundries to earn money for her studies and her family, who were living with her following two family tragedies. While her talent would earn her other opportunities abroad to help nurture her craft, she did not have the financial backing to pursue them. Undeterred, she cultivated her skills and was commissioned to sculpt busts for more prominent African-American figures like black nationalist and activist Marcus Garvey. She also produced her most well-known work, Gammon, a bust, based on her nephew that would earn her recognition and a fellowship grant to study in Paris in 1929. Three years later, Savage returned to Harlem and shifted her work to teaching art through free neighborhood-based programs and projects, eventually opening her own art studio and school in 1932. The Savage Studio of Arts and Crafts would be an influential gateway into the arts for many black young artists and visionaries, some of whom are featured in our 28 Days of Black History series. She also fought for the inclusion of black artists in the Works Progress Administration's WPA Federal Art Project, later establishing the Harlem Community Arts Center with the WPA. With Savage as its first director, the center would be the model for others in the country. Next, in 1939, the New York World's Fair commissioned Savage to produce a piece she called Lift Every Voice and Sing. Inspired by the Black National Anthem, for which it is named after, the monumental 16-foot sculpture is that of a harp whose bass is a long arm and hand that cradles 12 black youth choir singers who represent the strings and whose foot pedal is a kneeling man holding sheet music. Like most of her creations, the piece would be destroyed as she didn't have the funds to store it before selling it. Considered one of her greatest works, it embodies the story of Augusta Savage, a luminary whose talent, determination, and dedication to the arts and her community radiated in a world hell-bent on dimming it.